Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Debo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 125. Uh, wherever you are, at whatever time of day it is, I hope you're doing good. I hope you're being able to take some deep breaths in. I hope you're being able to go for a walk. Uh, find a quiet place to sit down, listen uh, to all that God has for you. You know, these days that we have on planet Earth here are very, very precious. They are just a blip, uh, but they are so very, very precious. You know, um, you know, just meeting with people. One of the things that, that I get to do is I get to do funerals. And and for a lot of people, that, that's like a really sad time, and it is, but it's also a great reminder. I'm always reminded when I get the opportunity to go to do a funeral how grateful I am to be alive. But then the other thing that's really interesting to me as I, as I go and I'm, I'm a part of these is the way that people talk about their loved ones that passed away. You know, they reflect on their lives. And, and so I, I think the question I'm constantly coming back to maybe here in my own life is, you know, am I, am I living a life worthy of the calling, as Paul talks about, worthy of the calling that God has put on my life? You know, will people say, what will people say about me? Will they say, gosh, he had a lot of stuff? Or will they say, gosh, he was always so busy? Or, yeah, oh, he never had any time. Or, or he loved his stuff. You know, he loved all his stuff. Or will they say, he loved Jesus? He loved Jesus. And he was following after him. He loved people so well. Like, is that what they'll say about me? You know, what will my kids say about me? You know, I'm sure they'll say I'm goofy or crazy, but will they say, and he loved the Lord and he did his best. He did the best he could to follow after Jesus. I hope that's the case. I hope that's the case. But it just helps me slow down a little bit and go, every day is important. And I just want you to know wherever you are right now that you matter like you really do. You matter because you're alive. You're alive. Many others aren't, but you are. You're alive. And I heard a report today that, that a million people have passed away as a result of COVID. And I thought about that and thought, wow, that's unbelievable. Like unbelievable globally. There's a million people in a seven-month period of time that are gone. And how easily that could be my story. And so I'm just so grateful for the day I have today. And maybe you just needed to hear that. You're like, okay, I'm just going to turn off the podcast and I'm going to think about that. And I'm okay with that. I'm just telling you today, I feel really, really grateful. It's beautiful out. Uh, my son's home from college. And so I just get this time to, to be with him and, and our family. And I'm just feeling really, really grateful today to be alive uh, here on planet Earth and, and to do the best job I can to live out all the things that I say I believe in and, and that I say I am. So, um, hey, so episode uh, 121 all the way through uh, 124, we, I, I walk through Philippians uh, chapter 2. I would love uh, for you to go back and do this. I really, I was, that one was one, some of my favorite ones to do. I got myself all worked up, uh, mainly because I felt like it was so important that we, we talk about that section of scripture. And it just seems to be a section of, 
of scripture that I keep coming back to over and over again. So uh, go back and check those out. Uh, share them with some friends. It'll be great. Um, also want to say for those of you who are listening, thank you so much for listening. I uh, really, really appreciate it. For those of you who subscribe, uh, thank you and are sharing it on social media. Thank you or to friends. Thank you. Thank you so much. And and then for those of you who have made donations or, um, or maybe some of you who are considering doing that, just wanted to say thanks with love uh, for... For those of you, if this if this podcast has made a difference, we'd love for you to be a part of that. You can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Front Porch Confessional. As you do that, um, uh, you're going to continue to help uh, this can this happen. Um, last but not least, I am... I'm working uh, pretty hard to finalize this devotional. I'm really excited about it. Got it laid out. It looks really, really good. So the hope is in the next few weeks, three, four weeks, that I'll be able to kind of wrap that project up and submit it. And then I should have a a digital copy available and then also a print copy uh, for those of you who might be interested. So if you are interested, hit me up, DM me on Instagram from Porch Confessional. Um, and, uh, I'd love to know if, if that's something you're interested in and that way I can give you details to be able to get it. Okay, here we go. All through the jibber jabber. Let's get after it. Hebrews 13, 21. Hebrews is again, another great book. If you're going like, I want to read, it's a complex book. Hebrews is, uh, but it is a really good book of like very practical things all throughout the book. And then very large, high above, wow, kind of, oh my gosh, things. And then very practical things. Uh, this one, this passage for me was very practical. So Hebrews 13, 21 says this, may he equip you with all you need for doing his will. May he produce in you through the power of Jesus Christ, every good thing that is pleasing to him, all glory to him forever and ever. Amen. Um, it's uh, interesting. I, I did construction for about a decade, all through college. And then early on in our marriage, I, I did a lot of construction, uh, built homes. And, and I worked for two different guys. Um, and one guy was like, let's get it done. Don't worry about it. Let's go after it. I worked for another guy. And I, I, I've brought this up before, but I want to bring it up again as an illustration to say, this man was very methodical. And he he was the kind of guy that no matter the project, he would go get the right tool. And he didn't matter. He didn't matter if it was an expensive tool, he would go and get the right tool. And he was convinced, he would tell me all the time, he was convinced that if you get the right tool, if you invest in the right tool, the project will go quicker and more efficient. But if you try to like Jimmy rig something to make it work, you're going to spend far more time and the quality of what you'll get in the end product won't be as good because you're trying to make something work with something that doesn't really work. So he taught me like, go get the right tool, go spend the money. And I know it's hard sometimes to go get the right tool, but go get the right tool to make the job go better. And I have to say, I think he's right on. I think it's really going as as if you have a project in your home right now, don't cheap out. That's all I'm saying. Don't cheap out. And what I learned from him is when I saw him invest in the right tool, 
He was able to get the job done in the right way. And I think this is what uh, the writer of Hebrews is trying to help us understand. But as I started working through this passage, I couldn't believe how much I wanted to make it about me and how often that happens all the time. Happens all the time. But I wanted to make this passage about me, about all the things I could do and all the things I could get done. But then as I began to see, and as I began to sit in this passage a little bit, I started going, oh my gosh, this passage is all all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. You know, um, if you know the Enneagram, I don't know if you do the Enneagram if you're about that, but go check it out. Uh, Go take your Enneagram. It has been a very, very helpful tool for me. It's basically like a personality uh, tool, but it's it's a little more uh, complex than that. Um, and, and, and it's really good, at least for me, of understanding the uh, certain spiritual components of my life. It has this one section that talks about a shadow side. So I'm a three on the Enneagram, which means this. I love getting things done. I love executing. I love to get things done. And uh, I love passages about running the race, right? I love passages that are about proactive, about being proactive in my faith. That's why I like, you know, when James goes, faith without works is dead. The three in me, the doer in me, the achiever in me is like, heck yeah, let's go get some stuff done. You know, I'm a good little soldier. And uh, until I check myself, right, slow down here on the front porch and realize, I'm doing it again. I'm making it all about me. Do you ever do that? Do you ever like have these realizations every once in a while? Like, oh my gosh, I think I'm making life all about me. In episode 122, I, I, I was confessing that I, I think uh, as I've kind of grown in my understanding, I've gone through counseling like, wow, I think I struggle with pride. And I, never, I had never seen that in myself, but started realizing that. Like, do you ever realize that? Well, as it relates to this passage, I think we, a lot of times, make this passage all about us. It's about doing. It's about getting things done for, for God and, and being a good person, right? We, we start thinking through it in the context of that passage, but the beauty, that's the beauty of this passage. Look at all these beautiful pronouns. He a will equip, his will, he will produce to him. It's all about the work God is doing in you through the power of Jesus Christ. The same power that raised him from the grave, you, it lives in you. And it's not just about doing good things or about pleasing him, right? It's about him. He gets all the glory as a result of you allowing him to do the work that he wants to do in us. It's literally us submitting our lives to Jesus, submitting our wills to Jesus. What is it that you want me to do? How am I to live like Jesus to glorify God. How is it that I'm listening to the spirit of God as he's calling me in to live and lead and love like Jesus? And so I've had to slow down a little bit and I've had to reflect a little bit. And maybe you'll do this with me right now. You know, if we're honest, if we're really honest, there is a spiritual narcissism in all of us. And I, I, I was just trying to go like, I think I could point to one area 
And I think maybe it's our prayer life. Like if you just look at your prayer life, as I've been reflecting on mine, many times we believe if we pray to God that he is responsible to answer us or even to speak to us. And he's not. He doesn't run by our agenda or our desires. It's kind of like a child, like I was trying to think through this. It's kind of like a, a, a child who can't really dress itself, but doesn't really need, doesn't, re- won't really admit that it needs help, right? It's like, I got this. I got this. Like little two or three-year-olds, they, they keep saying, I know what to do, right? And they got their underwear on backwards, right? The, the zipper's in the back. It's, it's a hot, hot mess, but they're like, I'm fine. I don't need your help. I don't want your help. I can do it. It's me, me, mine. I want to do it. And I think we need to really humble ourselves and lean into the work he's inviting us into. And then I started thinking, why don't, why don't we want this? Why don't I want this? And I think a part of it is it's, it's scary. It scares us. And if you read the Gospels, Jesus seems to be doing all he can. <laughs> I mean, as I read the Gospels, it seems like Jesus is doing all he can to get people not to follow him. I mean, he says, if you love your mother and your father more than me, you're not worthy to be called mine. You know, he's saying, uh, deny yourself. He's saying, leave the dead to bury themselves and on and on and on it goes, right? It just seems like, wait a second, what are you, what are you inviting? Why, why aren't you just making it easy for people? Because he's like, it's not easy. Following Jesus is not easy. We need to depend on the, leaning, the leading of the spirit of God, He's going to call us out of our comfortable, comfy, spiritual lives. And he's going to call us to sacrifice. Why? Because he loves us. He loves you. And he realized like a child that you just let them do whatever you want to do, whatever you want to wear, that's just going to go bad. And he loves you so much. He loves me so much. He's not willing to allow us to go after it. Right? And that's why in this passage, it's going, may he equip you with all you need for his will. May he produce in you through the power of Jesus Christ, every good thing that is pleasing to who? To him. Why? All glory to him forever and ever. Amen. He gets the glory. He gets the honor, not us. But it's calling us to lay down our lives, to sacrifice our desires. This is the deep work he wants to do in all of us because it will finally lead us to peace and the joy that we desire because it won't be about us. It'll actually just be about Jesus. And that's what our soul is craving. Here's what I want to tell you. That's what your soul is craving. So, so join me. Join me in this work of allowing God to do what he wants to do through the power of Jesus Christ and the presence of the Spirit of God in our lives. To live and love like Jesus did for his glory and his honor because it's all about him because freedom is found in submitting our wills to God. Real freedom is found in submitting our wills to God. So where do you need God to do that deep work 
in your life. Maybe right now, just pause. God, I need you to do that deep work in my life in this particular area uh, of your life. So Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you. Thank you for today. Today is a gift. And we want to do this day for your glory and your honor. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you in your own heart. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.